What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Welcome to Raw and Order Snap Judgments for Raw. Uh, this is the Raw after WrestleMania. I'm actually joined by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, today to help me out on this. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm kind of excited to try something new for Snap Judgments. Yeah, this will be our first dual Snap Judgment. This is a Snap Snap. I don't know. But, Perhaps um, this could be a Snap and Crackle Judgment. Uh, nah, nah, because we made enough uh, jokes about Justin yesterday with him. That's why I said it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so um, we're going to get right into this because we're both tired because we were up really late recording the uh, the WrestleMania review um, that went way longer than we even anticipated it going. Um, but so uh, you should be listening to this after you've listened to the WrestleMania review, so you'll know how crazy that was. Um, but we'll get into to Raw. Uh, before we start the Raw, though, always like to recommend uh, people head over to tatnusco.com. Uh, that is where you will find links to all the other Tatnus Network shows, uh, including in Basement Bullshit, uh, in the Dicebox Slam with um, Nia, uh, Nia, Nyla Rose, I'm tired. Um, in there and all the other ones, uh, right there. So, um, but we will start off on the raw review. Um, right after WrestleMania. Normally, this is an absolutely crazy raw. The day after WrestleMania, of course, with the events, I knew it wasn't going to be quite as crazy as it has been in the past. Uh, getting a whole bunch of special appearances probably isn't going to happen. So on and so forth, right? Um, yeah. But there did still were some one, surprises. It did get one big one at the end. Yeah. Big one. Yep. There were still some surprises and some returns. So um, the whole show kicked off uh, with Asuka coming out. Uh, no Kyrie Sane. So, uh, but they didn't even like, they mentioned that she, they'd lost the match the night before. So she was no longer the uh, tag champion. But then they just kind of glossed over it. So I don't know if they're just going to like walk away from the the uh kabuki warriors or if it's gonna come up again in the end i don't know but uh asuka had a match versus Liv morgan uh Liv morgan who won her first match since coming back last night on the kickoff show uh and did not continue the streak oh poor Liv morgan yeah I mean, I just felt bad for, for her because she's got so much potential. She really could be, you know, a, an upper tier of the women's roster. And since she came back, they've just been like, ah, eh, you can lose a lot. Well, the new character just lacks definition. Well, yes and no. She was better as Lana's former lover than she is as this. Well, like, uh, I... Yeah. I think the problem is she came back and she's supposed to have this attitude and and be all business and and kick a lot of ass and then they immediately had her lose every match she had and that's going to kill that character right there you know if goldberg had come out and lost his first 10 matches uh he never would have been the unstoppable force that he was right now i'm not saying they needed to give him give her a dozen wins or whatever 
but I don't know. Certainly maybe not have a win nine and one in yeah. ten now. Yeah, have her win at least a few matches. Um, but it it was a good match. I don't want to say that it wasn't a good match. Uh, Oscar constantly puts on good matches, uh, and Liv Morgan showed a lot of grit. Um, I nearly threw something at my TV though because they almost almost did the the Becky ending from WrestleMania again because Oscar was putting trying to put on the Oscar lock and Liv Morgan rolled over and pinned the shoulders and got a two count. And I was like, if they gave a three count, I was going to throw something. I seriously was. But yeah. in the end, Asuka put on the Asuka lock and got the tap out. So the victory there. It was a really long segment right there, too, where they were struggling to get where she was struggling to get the Asuka lock on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought you have to break any hold at all if there's touching of the ropes. And They've been she touched it and got her away from it and touched it and got away from it. And I don't know. They they get a little lax on that sometimes. You know, they did the same thing with uh uh like um Sasha Banks would push off of the ropes to roll the bank statement back into the middle of the ring. And by old school rulings, by touching the ropes at all, even if you were the person applying the hole, that broke the the hole. But whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I... But, um but it's still, like, I, it was a fun match, and it, it did have some good things going for it. I just feel sorry that Liv Morgan just gets fed to, fed to you know, star after star after star just to make the other people. Like, Asuka really, well, Asuka did need some wins because they've really ruined her character since calling her up to the main roster. But that's, that's a long problem, not a one that getting a win over Liv Morgan does anything really to fix. But, um... They uh, then did some lookbacks on stuff that happened at WrestleMania, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch, and all of that stuff, and did some uh, post-match interviews, like Caleb Braxton interviewing Becky, and uh, for the most part, I kind of tuned out during these. Cause... There was a lot of them. There was a lot of them. And then, probably in what I would consider the low-point segments of the show, and I don't want it to sound like I'm really dogging on the matches, because it wasn't like the matches were bad, but we, for some reason or other, we started off with a uh, rematch of the te- Raw Tag Team title match from last night. Angel Garza and Austin Theory versus the Street Profits. Um, they didn't give any explanation as to why Angel Garza and Austin Theory were getting a rematch. Um, because they're, first of all, they shouldn't be getting a rematch at all. They lost fair and square, right? Um... But anyways, they gave him a rematch. The match went basically about the same as the other one, um, except instead of uh, ending in a victory, it ended in a DQ when the referee caught Zelina Vega trying to interfere. Uh, So then you had uh, Bianca Belair's music hit, and she comes down to the ring, and she says, no, you're not getting off that easy. I want a match with you, Zelina Vega. So we come back after a commercial break, and now it's Zelina Vega versus Bianca Belair. And that match goes on for, I don't know, like two minutes, maybe not long at all before Austin Theory interferes to get that match thrown out in a DQ. And then the Street Profits get on the mic and say, nope, nope, since we're all here, we should do a six man match. The three of us versus the three of you. And that's where my problem comes with it is if the goal was to get to a six man match, you had all of the pieces in place from last night. You show. built it. You built it last night. That's right. Yeah. So just start off with it. Have the street profits come out and say, "Hey, you know, you guys 
attacked us after the match. You guys were beaten up on us. Zelina Vega super kicked me in the face. Uh, then my wife Bianca came out and, and helped even the odds. We want the three of you now. And then you just have a this three-on-three match right there. You don't have to do these other matches that end in DQ for no reason other than just to stall for time. I mean, that's really what it felt like to me, right? Uh, hey, we need to fill 25 minutes of time, so let's have a couple DQ matches to set this up. Um, and it's not like they were bad, right? They featured good wrestling. I mean, these are all good wrestlers. They all hit their moves and everything. It just was unnecessary, right? Yeah, it didn't, uh, uh, yeah. It, I mean, it was a good pop, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. Uh, you're right; it wasn't life changing. Yeah, just wasn't necessary. It was just filling time. But in the end, the Street Profits and Bianca Belair won the match versus Zelina Vega and the two A name people. Um, and and we move on. Right? When's Andrade coming? Can why didn't they just strip him of the title? It's I don't think it's, you could have put on a match. I don't think his 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 injury is bad enough for them to justify stripping him of the title. It was just bad they, enough to miss him. They created a new match for CM Punk, not with him like actually leaving the company with the title, but you know, in a storyline, him leaving the company with the title from one, one pay per view to the next. Literally head headlined two pay per views in a row. New title was on somebody else. You can create a storyline for that. Yeah, but if your long-term plan is to keep it on him, it doesn't make so you sense. you have him come back and be like, hey, what, I see you have a title in the ring there. Did you not see that I have this? You know, you don't even have to talk injury. You can just say he left or, well, you know, they had a little the, bit of him angry at that. Well, but that's um, why I say I, I, I don't think the injury was bad enough. I don't think they expect him to miss more than a week or so, right? I think they expect him to be back next week or next time they do tapings whatever that is, right? So so making a big deal about stripping the title makes no sense to them if they're just going to give it back to him in a week, right? It's not a pay-per-view to pay-per-view situation. It was a one-week sort of a thing. Uh, at least that's their thought now. If it extends farther, then yes, I'm all, I'm all about them stripping it and moving on. But as of right now, as far as I've heard, it really was only expected to, to make him miss one pay-per-view. Uh, and maybe not even more than a week, right? Um, I, I think you have him do it. And well, and the other aspect to that is you can strip him and you can keep your continuity of significant others together and have him go down to NXT pretty late too. Yeah. Well, and, but like I say, in the end, you, you know, thinking about long-term plans, if their long-term plan is to continue have him be the title holder then it makes no sense to even worry about stripping him right now because it doesn't fit your long-term plan. Yes, WWE is not great about long-term booking. Yeah. That's a whole other <laughs> argument there. But, but I mean, the Braun, other thing... Braun's WWE champ, or the, yeah, WWE Universal. Universal champ. Universal champ, because uh, he filled in. Um, but the other thing, and I think <laughs> this probably plays into it even more than, than all of the other stuff, because they've got so many people staying home because of the virus, I think they literally don't have another person on on the roster on Raw that they want to put the title on that wouldn't impact their storyline negatively. Like, they're telling this whole storyline with uh, Kevin Owens, uh, with him uh, versus Seth Rollins. Putting the title on him doesn't help that storyline. It kind of hurts it because he's trying to play the underdog. 
um, you know, you got you got uh, Seth Rollins, who just a few months ago was the Raw, Raw men's champion, right? Uh, having him go after the U.S. title kind of diminishes it, you know. So, so I, in, don't know. In, I think their thought process is, you know, Andrade's not going to miss a ton of time. We don't have anyone else we want to put the title on. Like, who, who are, who are they going to put it on? Uh, Austin Theory. He's brand new from NXT. They had to call oh. him up from NXT to fill in that match. Right? But you could have put it on Aleister Black. Well, yeah, but at that point, they already had a storyline that they were going at with Aleister Black. Um, and so that would have made them break that storyline just to put him in this to to win win that match. And that's the deal is I think it's just one of those it's they're thinking it's just a short term hiccup with Andrade missing. Um I'm I'm willing to bet at the next tapings Andrade's back uh and Austin Theory's back down in NXT and we just basically never hear of him on the main roster again for a long time. Uh which would make you very happy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, except for I do NXT reviews. Ha <laughs> ha now he's had a recent push. And so we're going to see. I just, I don't see. I I see the in-ring mark. I don't see the character. The character was great in his match against, uh, oh, Tyler Breeze. Because that character was, I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to copycat you because I'm annoying. That works. But anyway, speaking of Aleister Black, back from commercial break, we have Aleister Black versus Apollo Crews. This was a really good match. Yeah, a good match. It was, it was. Yeah. It may have been, in terms of overall wrestling, the match of the night for Raw. Um, uh, and it was definitively a better match than Aleister Black's last match. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it is worth pointing out that backstage before this match, you had Bobby Lashley doing a post-match uh, interview from last night with Charlie Caruso. And basically he said he might need to look for new management or a new wife. And then walked off as soon as Lana showed up. So... Yeah, they're doing that storyline now. You In know, case you couldn't hear, that was me rolling my eyes. Um, gotta end the first one, I guess. Just walk away from it. Just <sighs> pretend like it didn't happen, and no one's gonna dog you for it. There's not uh, gonna be... Yeah, well, we will absolutely dog them for it. But we will dog them and be like, well, I'm okay with this. No, no. I think, I think for the most part, if they just had Bobby Lashley show up one day and Lana was not there and they just never mentioned it again, I think almost all of the wrestling podcasts I know would be like, cool, Bobby Lashley's on his own. And then that's it. Uh, anyway, Apollo Crews versus Aleister Black. It was a good back and forth. A lot of false finishes. A lot of... Um, like teasing of people hitting their finishers. Uh, I think there were like three or four times that Aleister Black went for a black mask and Apollo Crews dodged it or ducked it or whatever, right? Um, I hope but this it, makes Aleister stop doing the I'm going to lift you up with my foot thing. Uh, no, that's his signature thing. I don't he, like it. <laughs> he's done that in his entire run. He will continue to do it. I still don't like it. But uh, in the end, Aleister Black did hit the Black Mass. Uh, not the lift him up with your foot version, but Apollo Crews uh, tried to to roll him up. And as soon as he, he just rolled through, and as soon as Apollo Crews stood up, just met with a Black Mass. So, um, But yeah, no, I mean, a good, good match. Uh, entertaining. Uh we went to a commercial break, and then we came back, and um, the one problem with post-WrestleMania shows is they're always just chock-full of 
this is what happened last night. Here, we're going to talk about the storyline that led into last night. Um, vignettes, right? So they did a whole look back into the last man standing match between Edge and Randy Orton, um, which most of us thought that that match already was too long and we just don't want to see any more of it. Um, not that it wasn't a good match. It just was way too long. Um, then Cedric Alexander and Ricochet uh, came out to the ring and they took on Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. Um, and it was a good match, you know, nothing to complain about. Uh, I still say Ricochet looks silly, clean shaven, um, but I look silly, clean shaven, so it's not throwing a stone at him. It's some of us just don't look right without a beard. So yeah, um, it, it, it looked a little odd. But Oni Lorcan, Lorcan, yeah, I feel bad that they're 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 jobbing out to people. I feel like they're able to fill the revivals role pretty easily. I think probably Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch's biggest problem is they just they seem generic they are phenomenally good athletes but they're just like hey here's a bald guy with a beard and a bald guy with no beard and they both wear black tights black trunks and and that's about it you know and uh they need to develop like a look and a personality that people can and i think only lorkin's got a good personality but just for the most part like their presentation (laughs) just very generic so um and Cedric Alexander and Ricochet are not generic. They are very flashy and very in-your-face uh, looks. So, um, of course, that meant Ricochet and Cedric Alexander won. Uh, and uh, it makes me feel bad because I like Oni Lorcan. He's got a gimmick online where he types all in caps uh, on his Twitter. So it just reads like he's always yelling. Uh, but um, then they did some lookbacks at the uh, Kevin Owens WrestleMania versus Seth Rollins. Um, and then they did a video of Kevin Owens talking from earlier in the day, saying his career has been, you know, not great for the recent past, uh, ever since he and Rollins started it, the, the fight. And he's, he is a prize fighter and maybe he should go back to being a prize fighter. Um, I don't know. And then he walks off. So, I mean, a good promo, but really didn't say much, you know, so, uh, and then we had, uh, Seth Rollins beat some guy from NXT that I've never seen before. I mean, I love it. They they always introduce these people as so-and-so from NXT, but you watch NXT. Had you ever I've seen never that seen guy before? Ever. Um, I watch NXT fairly often. Not, maybe not every week right now, but I've never seen him before. And so it doesn't matter if his, it says NXT on his uh, resume. He is a jobber. And he did the J-O-B to Seth Rollins. Yeah, it's just the unfortunate, I mean, the big thing is NXT is literally the local talent (laughs) where they're at. So it's not like they can go out and get local talent. They have the local talent. Mm -hmm. But at the very Uh, least, if it's not someone who competes regularly on NXT, you can call him a local guy. Or just don't, you know, don't even, I mean, you didn't even have to give him an entrance or an uh, introduction, right? This is, yeah. uh, it doesn't really matter who it is. Yep. <laughs> Seth mad. He's Seth Rollins get... is going against that guy. What's his name? Who cares? It's that guy. Um, and then, oh, look, there's the stomp, which, can, can we take a moment to... Uh... I'm uncomfortable when it's against a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable. There's a little bit of that. Um, I hate them calling it the stomp. 
I get you don't want to call it a curb stomp. There's a lot of reasons why that's a good idea to not call it a curb stomp. But remember, they used to call it the blackout? Something. Anything other Something. than, I don't know. The stomp. He hits the stomp. He did the monster stomp. The monster stomp. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know why. I, other than that, it was, it's originally known as a racist thing from a movie. <laughs> I, from I, racists in real life, but yes. anyways. Well, no, I, my first exposure to it was in a movie, okay? <laughs> uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Unfortunately, there are people whose first experience is not from in a movie. Oh, so, yeah, um, I just but, I'm like ah, every time it's a black guy, I'm just like my only my only real exposure to ever seeing it is American History X, mm-hmm. and I cringe. Yep. Uh, I I get it. I get it. I mean, at the very least, though, it did make uh, Rollins look like a bad guy delivering the stomp to a black guy in the delivery. Sure, sure. I, I, and you're right. I mean, if if we're gonna call it the stomp, that's the same as calling it the curb stomp. So, mm-hmm. um, I suppose just maybe call it the blackout. I I agree with you there. Or I don't know why they stopped calling it the blackout. The blackout wasn't a bad name for it. It you know helps describe what it does to people. It makes them blackout because banging their head against the mat. Anyway. Um, well, and now, you know, he's the Monday Night um, Messiah, so you could say, um, I don't know, you could call it the baptism. He took him to church. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be good either. <laughs> anyway, so we went to commercial, we come back from commercial, and Nia Jax makes her triumphant return. And How exciting this? I texted to, to uh, yes. both you and Justin, hey, great, which superstar is she going to injure next? And uh, the answer, okay. She didn't injure her as far as we know, but the answer was Deanna Parazzo. Uh, I do like the new finisher, the the suspended the um, scoop DDT. DDT. Yeah, packed DDT. Maybe that's the best way to I go. think it's a little safer than the thing they're doing with the, uh, the that they were doing with the face breaker. Yeah, um, but um, but I just I I was angry at this because I think you and I both agree Deanna Parazzo. Uh, deserves better than this. She deserves better than they give them all the time. Yeah, but, you know, she... Uh, I mean, it's it's like WrestleMania was, hey, let's job out all the NXT women. Uh, and then it came to the next day, and they're like, well, let's just keep doing that. Let's it works so well for WrestleMania. Let's just job out everybody. Yeah, all the NXT people, jobbed out. Get them jobbed. Except Bianca Belair. We like her. But she's not NXT anymore. She's now Raw, so... Yeah. Yeah, she's she's yep. <laughs> yep. Um but I mean don't get me wrong, I it's nice to see that she's recovered fully from her double MCL or ACL, I can't remember which one it was. Double knee surgery. Although I will have to say this, um I get a little bit frustrated. They made a big deal about talking about how uh she wrestled the match at SummerSlam, I think it was, last year with both knees injured um, and then finally succumbed to it. And I'm like, can we stop glorifying people continuing to wrestle after they have major injuries? You know, uh, if someone has two torn MCLs, right, maybe just let them go off and fix it instead of, uh, hey, you'll be a hero if you wrestle this match. 
Oh, oh, okay. I'll I'll risk long-term injury. Yeah, I don't need my legs. So, anyways. <laughs> Better uh, still would be as if, hey, you'll be a hero after you wrestle this match. Oh, I'd le- hold on. I'd love to, Vince. Never mind. No, never mind, you can go. <laughs> Weak <fired>. sauce. <laughs> That's not good, S-word. Uh, uh, they uh, went to commercial. They come back. They do their look at the Undertaker Boneyard match. Um, which you can, if you haven't listened to our WrestleMania review, you can go listen to that to think of what we thought of it. Uh, spoiler alert, we loved it. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, we came back to Humberto Carrillo versus another dude from NXT. <laughs> I think uh, the, this this is the one that actually, a couple weeks ago, um, this is Brendan, oh, uh, yeah. He's tagging with Shane Thorne. Um, I really, really like this NXT wrestler um, as an up-and-comer. He's uh, did, he did quite a bit of the smiling in this one too. He obviously wasn't as offensive in this one. Didn't have as much offense in this one as he did when it was him and Shane Thorne against Oni Lorcan and and his partner. I can't remember his partner's name. Danny Birch. Danny Birch. Thank you. Um, this dude could be a pretty big deal eventually. I think. I think maybe he needs a different hairdo because he looks like he's our age. Uh, spoiler alert, you said he could be a big deal someday. He is not a big deal today because they jobbed him out to Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> yes, so, they, yes, they uh, did. Uh, and, I mean, of course, they I were telling the storyline. But they were telling the storyline of him overcoming a guy much bigger than him. So I get the storyline. But, but yeah. yeah. Um. They did an interview with Charlotte Flair uh, that obviously was recorded right after the match uh, at WrestleMania. Um, So where she talked about how she's now the new women's champion for NXT and uh, everyone's going to bow down to her and then wooed and walked off. Because bowing is appropriate. Mm -hmm. Well, you can do it and maintain social distance, so I guess. (laughs) That's... That's where you went with that. Okay. Um, they did a look back at the Drew McIntyre match where he beat Brock Lesnar to win the uh, WWE title. Um, they showed us footage of him celebrating it afterwards and that he came back out to an empty ring uh, with the title around his waist. And, and they did about this happened last night. Yeah. They, they did uh, make it clear that this was after the events of WrestleMania went off the air. He came back out, which really makes no sense whatsoever because it's not like he came back out to talk to the crowd. And WrestleMania was off the air, so he wasn't talking to a camera. I mean, they kept running the footage for later, but it, it just, it, it was kind of weird how they did it. But anyways, he said he went to the back and he made sure to put his new uh, plates on the side of the belt so that it's definitely him. And and talked about how great his win over uh, Brock was. And then uh, Big Show's music hits, and Big Show comes out with a referee and talks smack saying, you know, hey, if you're you're the big dog and you want to take on any con- competitors, I'm standing right here. Um, and then calls Drew a bitch, and uh, Drew says, ring the bell. And then they fight. Because nobody, and I mean nobody, calls me a bitch. Or chicken. I, I, you said bitch, so I was going to stick with it. 
Well, if they'd called him a chicken, it would have made more sense. But uh, um, but so it was a big slow match. I mean, show big show match. Big show match. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I struggle with the fact that he struggled more with Big Show than he did with Brock. Yeah, I mean, really, after the uh, the thing with with Brock, if they wanted to uh, show it being all about him recovering, they should have had Big Show hit the choke slam right off the bat uh, and go for a pin, and Drew kicks out at one, and then gets up and a couple claymores, claymores and then a pin. Yeah, you know, but, but no. No, they they didn't. They had it go for I don't know five or so minutes back and forth, and then eventually uh, Claymore and It was no thirty six minute um, last man standing match at all. No, nope. it was not. It was a big slow match. Um, and that's show. pretty much ha- show show. Yes. Um, that's pretty much how Raw went off the air. Um, you know after after the roller coaster that WrestleMania was. This mat, this show was bound to feel a little bit like a letdown. Yeah, it um, fell a little flat because of that. And so there's that. Um, the unnecessarily long Street Profits, Zelina Vega, Bianca Belair segment at the beginning, match DQ, match DQ, then finally a match, uh, drug it down a bit. Um, but the matches that they had that were fresh for it were good matches. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where you were landing on it. I'm kind of thinking five and a half above average, but not great. Fair number. I don't think it's a, like it wasn't a, a, a bad show. Um, but we've got to get to a point where we're not saying considering. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's kind of what I feel about this show is this show wasn't bad considering. Yeah. And that's kind um, of the thing. I don't know. Five. Five and a half out of ten citations is my thoughts. Yeah. Are you using citations? I think that's what I've landed on, citation. Because, you know, it's what cops do. They write citations. Fair enough. DAs deal with warrants. Um, and I don't know what Mounties deal with. Fines are convictions and acquittals. That's fine, too. That works. Anyways, uh, I think we're both delirious. Yeah, I'm going to give this... I mean, I'll acquit it of being bad um, on three counts <laughs> like it, it wasn't bad I don't know I how on earth I, I think I was probably the most frustrated during it when they were recapping Gronk like the only reason to recap recap a 24-7 win is if you're immediately going to have the title lost yeah yeah you recap it and then you have uh, here's Gronk uh, being chased out and R-Truth rolls him up and wins it and then goes on yeah. or something. I hope this is I hope this doesn't mean that suddenly we're going to have, you know, Vrabel or or Brady be the 24-7 champion at some point. Well, I, I doubt Vrabel because he is the coach for the Tennessee Titans. He's still friends. He's still friends with Gronk. Yeah, but... fr- friends is all that. But uh, I, they're not going to allow their head coach to go off and do stupid WWE stuff. Uh, And with the amount of money that Tampa Bay threw at Tom Terrific, I don't think he has taken any bumps either. I think the only reason Gronk's able to do it is he's retired. He's out of NFL entirely. Yeah. Apparently doesn't change his clothes for 30 hours because, you know, he was wearing the exact same outfit on night two that he was on night one. Yeah, a little odd. I mean, I guess I've partied enough of my life to, you know not wear appropriate attire, I guess. I don't know. That but, was dirty. 
Like he's wearing dirty clothes. That's what yeah. what's going on. If you're yeah, gonna I'm... really subscribe to that, it was live. He's wearing dirty clothes. That that's the deal. I mean, all they would have had to have done is have him put on a different jacket for day two, and then ta-da! Now it looks like it's a different night. But instead, they're like, which just makes me think that they filmed all of his stuff in a thirty-minute segment at the beginning, and then said, "We'll put it wherever we want to." Get on out of here. You can go. But so yeah, five and a half out of. 10 not bad but not great by any means um it it could have been hurt a little bit by the fact that i am so tired from wrestlemania yesterday um so having a night off from it tomorrow will be good but then we've got uh aew on wednesday nxt on wednesday uh tomorrow night of course we record our fantasy booking um, Hold on, but you don't have the night off. Like the the night off from watching wrestling, I think as well. Oh, yeah, I think I think I am also ready for that. Uh, odd at work to try and let people know exactly how good the Bray Wyatt match was. You do have to have a little bit of backstory um, to get that match. Mm-hmm. So I did find a negative in the match. Okay, but that's not relevant to tonight i just it's tough for casual or super casual fans like wives who are forced to watch because their yes. husbands watch yes it's tough for them to get it <laughs> but but in the end you know this wasn't a horrible night it just wasn't a great night and so um it's gonna be it's interesting gonna for- follow that to follow uh, that, that wrestlemania yeah. with nothing else well and the and the tough thing is as of right now, uh, we have not heard anything about WWE doing any more filming. Reportedly, they filmed stuff for NXT on Wednesday, but as far as uh, all the reports say, they haven't filmed anything yet for SmackDown, and uh, it, they very well might not be able to film anything for SmackDown. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do going forward. Uh, AEW has filmed at least a couple weeks worth of stuff, reportedly, uh, but Georgia, where they were filming, now is an even more restrictive lockdown. So they might not be able to film anything more for a bit. So we'll see. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, it goes without saying that if they stop doing uh, wrestling on Monday night and Wednesday nights and Friday nights, um, at least not new wrestling, uh, we probably will put the reviews on hold if that happens. But as long as they're putting out new shows on those nights, we'll continue to do these reviews. Like it or not, you're stuck with them. <laughs> so, hey, um, I do want to tell you, um, you will be reviewing, obviously, uh, uh, AEW this week. I'm a little uh, jealous. NXT looks like it's a pretty stacked show, so. NXT stacked, and, and I'm going to ask you, are you sad that you're going to miss the debut of Killer Cross live? I, I am a little sad uh, for that, because... Because there's no Kill- doubt in my mind he's showing up this week. Yeah, Killer Cross is the man, and it's going to be fun to see what they can do with him. It's also going to be fun to see if they debut um, uh, uh, Scarlet Bordeaux with him, or if they're going to keep her, her separate entirely. Separate. Um, you know, um, but yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Uh, you know, AEW looks like it's got some fun stuff planned, but uh, NXT, you know, that ladder match, uh, that's going to be Ladder nice. match to go against Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And and uh, truth be told, I mean, sure, you if you're an NXT star, would you love the title shot regardless of who's there? Yes. 
But do you want that title shot a little bit more now because it's against Charlotte? Probably. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Except, so. except knowing that they're going to job you out to Charlotte one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But. I don't think, I, I don't think it's going to be EO and that's sad for me, but yeah. Well, that's, you know, with Charlotte being basically a heel, it's unlikely that it's going to be uh, EO uh, or any of the heels in it. Dakota Kai probably won't yeah. win either. Um, the only thing I could see happening is uh, them filming something um, where one of the people who's in it gets taken out for some reason and then Rhea Ripley uh, gets in instead and then wins the match so that she can have her rematch to try to win back the belt. But I don't know. That seems like a stretch to me. So, but yeah, I don't know. um, It'll be interesting. And then of course, more importantly on Wednesday is going to be the culmination of Ciampa Gargano. Yes, yes, yes. This will be, I do. I, there's been several. Well, last week I didn't. uh, I didn't envy you and you probably envied me a little bit for my, um, what I got to review um, this week, I do not envy you. I will flat out say you mm-hmm. probably should envy me on this one. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous. But on that note, we will wrap this up. This snap judgments up. Uh, five and a half citations for it. Not a bad episode. If you've got some time to kill, it's fun, you know. But I don't know. I recommend DVRing it and and zapping through some of the stuff because or. You know, better idea altogether just go watch the firefly fed house match six more times yes, exactly just watch that a bunch of times and i'm not saying you should do drugs when you watch it but i'm not saying that you shouldn't <laughs> if you do drugs already if you do drugs like don't i'm not back. advocating doing drugs but i am saying that it might even make more sense on drugs i uh i when you said that, I immediately thought of uh, John Stewart's character in Half Baked. Mm-hmm. You ever seen On Weed? On Weed? No, no, oh, man. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but, um, but like I said, also check out the other Tatnisco podcast uh, network shows. Um, you can find them on tatnisco.com. You can find more information about this on our Wix site. It's going to be in the doobly doos on this. Yes, I said doobly doos. Uh, oh, uh, next time we do one of these as a pair, you should do it with Justin if you're going to keep saying doobly doos. Uh, then I have to say I'm sorry. Uh, don't you know don't you know but uh otherwise we will see you in a day or so with the uh fantasy booking and then the nxt aew reviews thanks uh for listening everyone and we will talk to you soon